0: Thank you. I'm Courtney, this is Matt. I'm Courtney. What do we do, Courtney?
1: We talk about the do-do's and don't-do's of personalized learning. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. You were away this week.
0: I was, so I'm just trying to get back into work mode now.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so let's do the podcast. Yeah, <laughs>
0: All right, so this week we're going to talk about uh, the difference between programs and resources.
1: Yes, and this is super important to think about when you are embarking on a personalized learning journey.
0: It is and it's a subtle difference.
1: It is a subtle difference. And in fact, I might even go so far as to say that there are some programs that are actually just a well curated set of resources that are okay to use. And then there are programs that are not a well curated set of resources. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So I'm totally confused. You're totally confused. Which is great. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about the difference because it is confusing.
1: It is confusing. Well, so I think first, you got to think back to like, all right, well, like what are the, um, what's the word I want? <laughs> what are the tenets of personalized learning? Like, right, like what are the things you are working towards that you believe? Okay. And number one is that uh, we meet learners where they are.
0: So this doesn't sound like a program yet. This just sounds like our beliefs.
1: Yeah, these are just beliefs. Yeah, this All is right. not a program yet. So I'm so saying, good. like, so this is where we should start. You got to right? start with your beliefs, rather yeah. than just jump into, "Hey, what are we going to use?" No, no, it's no, like, no. What do we believe? What do we in? believe? Yeah. yeah. So, so we believe in personalized learning systems that we need to meet every learner where they are and move them forward. So zone of proximal development using learning targets. CPD.
0: Yes. So. <laughs> yes we've done podcasts about that before so go back and listen they were great We had a whole series on that
1: yeah in my head I'm like someone's playing a drinking game out there perhaps
0: most Maybe likely just, if you're listening to this at night yeah. you, and if I, you should probably start <laughs> right. okay so so one of our that was one of our beliefs
1: yeah and I really think that that's the biggest one I do that too. you're using like if you need a filter for is this is this a boxed program that's very rigid? Is this a well-curated set of resources? Or is this just a smattering of, you know, like, is this no pro? pro Is there no program at all? Right. right. Okay. So that's, I think that's what you have to look at. Um, So one way to go about it, and often the way we encourage most of our teachers to go about it, is no program whatsoever. Right. Because most of the programs that you purchase, whether it's, I don't know, throw out some names. Everyday math. Everyday math is one people like, right? Yeah. But it is not flexible.
0: Right, it's, you go day by day through that. Yes. Right, And all kids are expected to move through that at right. the same pace. Right. If you're doing it, uh, and I love this term, with fidelity. With fidelity. Right, then you just plow kids through that, right. whether they're ready or not. Yes. Because I, I guess the theory is by the end of it, they'll have caught on to everything.
1: Right. There's like this trust the spiral is like a mantra. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> people who... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And that doesn't really fit with our our one core tenet that you talked no. about before. Nope. About being able to get kids move on right. at their readiness level in their ZPD. In their ZPD,
1: right. Because you still have, you will have learners who are sitting there bored. Because right. they already know it. And you will have learners who are sitting there... Bored because they don't know it, um, and frustrated, and that's how behaviors are. anyway, so okay, we so, don't do that.
0: So I want to. I want to make sure one thing there is. So we don't like the program aspect of no. a program like Everyday Math, right? But does that doesn't necessarily mean that there's nothing good in it?
1: Not at all. There are some very good things in that. A lot right. of those. I mean, most of. I think most of the canned programs. I don't even like the word canned, but most of the programs yeah. that you see are math, right? Like, and. Yeah all of them have really valuable resources in them. They have some of those like big problem-solving thinking type stuff. They have some of those discrete skill practice type things. Um, And so if you kind of break them apart from their, from like the mold of the program and just use bits and pieces that match up to the individual learning targets, then that's great. Absolutely use it that way. It's when you use it as like, Day 1, say this. Right. Read this. Everyone does this. Flip the page, day 2. Like it's the same thing as a textbook, which is like what would have been right. the program version for like social studies or mm-hmm. science or like if you're just doing that, you are not personalized learning at all and that the program does not support personalized learning. Right. Yeah.
0: That's scary for a lot of teachers.
1: It's very scary.
0: Yeah, at really every level. Yeah. As, as you're talking about this, we're not just talking about everyday math was our example, so it's not just right. elementary teachers. I mean, no. yeah, You mentioned social studies textbooks and math textbooks and pretty much every textbook that there yeah, is. Yeah, or those old like chapter English one, then literature chapter
1: two, yeah, book oh, one God. like the green book, and then too. in sophomore year you had the blue book. Like it's the right. same same thing. Right. Those are all those are all programs.
0: Okay.
1: Where it's it's very scripted out. This is what you do every day, um, for every learner in your class. And if you're doing it that way, it's a program. that's bad. So like I do absolutely. If you're a teacher and you're being told you need to do this program, then you should stop and think. So when you're so if you're a teacher in a school and you're kind of told, or you're you yourself are saying like, I want this program, but you're also trying to do personalized learning, you really need to stop and think, um, put your filter on of meeting the learn meeting the needs of every learner, um, matching activities and lessons to targets and break it apart and use it that way and
0: so if i want to buy that program for the resources and use them appropriately
1: for personalized learning for
0: personalized learning yeah and not as the program but i i just want us more resources to help me yeah for sure personalize that then nothing wrong with that.
1: no i um
0: that's where no that's where it gets really tricky that's where it gets because
1: like then you can't buy the workbook for every kid right like if you're talking about having pieces of the program for you as the instructor to have as resources, absolutely, yeah. Get the teacher's manual and one student notebook, you know, student workbook, and kind of glance through it. and look. Through. It's like you have to do more planning. You can't just follow along and hope everything's going to be okay.
0: Yeah, see, and that to me is where some teachers struggle because that, A, it sounds like a lot of work, Yeah. which is not the worst thing. But it sounds like a lot of unknown work.
1: It is unknown And work.
0: that's the scary part. Yeah. And that that's hard. So you kind of default back into the, oh, for I sure. want a program.
1: For sure. Right?
0: And I'll just follow it because yeah. that's easier because I don't know what the other side looks like. Right. I know yeah. it's a lot of work, which do, the work doesn't bother me. It's that I don't know where it ends. Right. And that that's, I think, i figured out is the scary part. That is the
1: scary. And doing it yourself. Right. Which... You know, that's something else educators need to, we all need to be better at, is not doing it ourselves.
0: Right. We're we're, not
1: an island. So
0: we were talking about this a little bit today. Yeah. Is that we were doing something else, and it, it got to be the point where teachers were realizing they need to work together to have a bigger pool of kids to really personalize from. And realizing it's really tough to do with 15 kids in your classroom, but it's a heck of a lot easier if you have 60 kids right. spread amongst three or four teachers. Yeah, and which makes sense. Yeah. But you're right; we're not an island anymore, and no. that's the way school has always been. Right. As as a teacher, anyway, it's it has been. Shut yeah. the door and let me do right. my job. Yeah. But we can't do that if we're really personalizing anymore. No, you so can't. So we need to think bigger. Yeah. When we're gathering those resources yes. too. Which kind of leads me to think that we need to buy some of those programs for for the resources. For the
1: resources, yeah.
0: But then train correctly, right? Like we're talking about right now. Exactly. That what are they good for, and what are they not good for? Yeah. And I, I like it's a song, isn't it? It is. I'm singing in my <laughs> head. <laughs> so.
1: Absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: So one of those things that comes along with this shift to personalized learning is a lot of of PD and a lot of training yeah. about some of these subtle shifts. Yeah. And I think it, you can't just expect teachers to really pick this up on their own. Uh, some will. Of some course, do. Yeah,
1: some will. But some But
0: just like our kids, some will and some won't. Right. So you'd have to kind of coach and train
1: yeah, you and do.
0: build up the rest of them. In order, so so they know what they're doing, and they right. can work as a team together, and they yeah. can use program resources appropriately. Yeah, it's a lot of training involved.
1: It is, and it's a, it's a lot of time, and it's a lot of thinking. And like so, something I've said to teachers um, a lot with this is, you know, kind of coming at it from a an, a different way in a sense because I do a lot of work with reading and writing workshop, and as many people know now, uh, Teachers College and Lucy Hawkins have a really They have a program out, they have. And that's a type of program, earlier I said, that some programs are really just well-curated sets of resources. And the Lucy Calkins reading and writing kits are really more intended to be that. Unfortunately, they do get implemented as like, you know, out of the box, turn the page programs. And right. and that's horrible. That's not how it's intended. But anyway, so.
0: But I think that's part of where you go back to where you said at the beginning about having that belief system yes. to begin with. Yeah. And the people who just out of the box do it.
1: Right. Oh, that's a Don't, good have, that don't have that belief system. So that they don't have that belief yeah.
0: system. I wouldn't say not that they don't have it, not that they've thought about it, I guess. They may think that. But not really sure what to do. Not sure what to do. But they, mm. they haven't really identified those those core beliefs right. as, as, as you and I have and as our teachers have. And that's You know that's what's really weird, that.
1: though, is that it's like they want to have that core belief. Because it's like often the, so you get this weird double-edged sword of like, I want a program. How dare you give me a program? thing going on you know what i'm talking about i've heard that in the
0: same paragraph from from teachers. yeah oh yeah yeah,
1: for sure like it's this weird but i was like just get over it like but like so if you're coming at it from the i'm looking for well curated resources to support personalized learning it feels a lot less intimidating i guess or it doesn't feel like I'm being told what to teach, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which is a big thing. That's a huge it's thing. A like big that's thing. your own professional power and autonomy there that like we want people to have. But anyway, so I have worked with teachers who have been like, well, so now they're given this, you know, this new writing program that they're supposed to use, writing workshop program, and um, they have these old lessons that they really like. Um, So I do this whole little thing called refurbishing for personalized learning where, so you take a lesson that you really liked and it's like, what is it about it that you liked? Is it a cool strategy that they're teaching? Is it the topic that you're teaching? Like what is it, get the essence of that lesson and then come up with two other ways to teach that essence. Because then what you're doing then you've built in the possibility for personalization. Because it's not just one way to get at that essence. Now you have three. Right. So that's, that's one way to think about using resources. Like if you have, or like with Pinterest too, you find something great on Pinterest you want to do. What is it that you liked? Or teachers pay teachers. What is it that you liked about it? What is the essence? Is it the way a skill is taught? Is it the way a concept is presented? Great. Now go duplicate that in two, at least two other ways. You've set up for personalization. Again, it's work. You can't just, it's not, but it isn't just what, like click, set it and forget it, right? It's not, you can't can't just put your class in a crock pot and expect it to come out great at the end.
0: Words of wisdom right there. So true. (laughs) Don't put your class in a crock pot, okay. That's excellent. Mm.
1: All right. I got nothing else.
0: I think we're done for the day. Yeah. We'll be back next week with something else. If you have a topic that you really want us to talk about, please let us know.
1: We have a parking lot.
0: We do. We do. <laughs> it's fairly empty. It is
1: pretty empty right now. So um, you get to it by going to our website, which is uh, withplearnmc.weedley.com. And when you're there, you can also What?
0: It's PLEARNMC. What did I say? With, P-Learn with M- PLEARNMC. <laughs> it's plearnmc.weebly.com. We clearly don't have these written down in front of us. You can also tweet at us uh, for the podcast. It's at PLEARNMC.
1: Yes, I'm at the Lowland i I'm at
0: Eat Sleep Stats. Yeah. So we have a Facebook page also. Uh, you can just search for us, Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. Uh, please give us some iTunes reviews. We haven't uh, asked for those in ages. No, we haven't. But and we haven't got a that. recent. We haven't got anything recent in yeah. like the last couple months. So uh, let's start. Uh, let's start jacking that up a little bit. <laughs> Not from ourselves. So <laughs> you guys write them. We won't write our own it's fake right. reviews. We're
1: tired of writing fake. reviews. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: so uh, we'll be back next week.
1: Awesome. See you later. <laughs>